Welcome to Failure Fridays, a new podcast that I'm starting to do that is largely based on my childhood and what my father used to do with us when we were younger. And that's where we talk about how failure shaped our day, our week, our month, and how we were resilient and failed forward due to that failure that got us closer to the goal at hand. So I'm going to morph that into a podcast that I share on my social media where we talk to different professionals across different industries. We're going to start with my clients and really good friends uh, to share how their experiences with failure propelled them forward in both their careers and their personal lives. And today we have not just a good friend, but my best friend, Rocco Rofero. And Rocco has seen me in many different phases of my life. And I have also witnessed him go through many different phases of his life. And I'm so proud to have him here because Rocco, my dear friend, has had his share of failure. And I'm sure he's going to talk about just a little bit of that here. Um, But today he stands in front of us virtually in the form of a artist, a creative, and a professional cinematic... How do I say it, Rocco? Cinematographer. Cinematographer. It's a hard one. So Rocco, why don't you tell us a little bit about what made you choose this career path you are currently in? How did you get here? Great question. First of all, I appreciate you, Kendall, for bringing me on your podcast. Um, as you know, failure is uh, right uh, right around the corner for me all, all the time. So I guess first off, what do I do? Um, I'm a cinematographer, make commercials for brands, growing them from start to the video that you see in front of you, that you click on. So. Um, started out in 2012. Uh, my brother owns a pretty big web develop company uh, doing mobile apps and web development, Boca Raton. Um, I started by just getting a check and saying, middleman this deal and uh, make a little percent. So I started on the business side. I didn't really know what I was doing at all. Just hopped in um, and started like that. Then I started kind of seeing really like what I fell in love with about my craft. I fell in love with editing. Um, I love music, I have rhythm. And uh, I think from there I started realizing just the beat of, of I'm, I'm a, a big storyteller, as you can ask Kendall. Yes, and uh, I exaggerate my stories. So with that said, it played perfectly into storytelling with video. Um, it took, I would say, about a year for me to understand that this is actually something I wanted to do. In the beginning, I had no clue that this was it. I actually played football for 16 years of my life, and that's kind of all I knew. When I left football, I was, like I said, about one year in film, and uh, that's when I started falling in love with editing. And once I started editing, I realized that I'm, I have an eye for it. I'm pretty good with it, and I loved it. So I packed my stuff up took it serious and moved to Orlando, went to video school, um, graduated film school, and went back to Boca Raton, started the, uh, the craziness, as you know. <laughs> yes, very crazy. And I, re- I remember you, after football, having a period of, of like an identity crisis of what is, what's going to be my new football? 
Uh, The next level is not going to be for me. What is my next level? What is it? What is going to compare to the thrill of football? So I remember that identity crisis lasting quite a long time without sharing too much information. But then I also remember you, again, this was a long time before you turned it into something profitable. But I remember when you found film and how it was just this light bulb moment that caught fire and your whole this depression that had come over you just vanished. I remember that very vividly. It was, gosh, what, 10, almost 10 years ago that happened? Um, But let's get back on track. Do you remember the first time you failed in your professional career and how you reacted to it? Yes. Um, I would say there's many failures, but the very first big one, I would say, Um, as I said, I didn't do all of the areas of video production. I wasn't comfortable, with it. I wasn't comfortable leading a really big project and going off and shooting it. So what I was comfortable with doing was hiring out certain people for certain areas. And um, so that, that means I have to spend a lot of capital up front to be able to get the correct people, to get the proposals. I didn't know how to do anything. Um, so I put out a lot of capital on this one project for about three weeks. I'm like shivering, it's crazy. <laughs> but um, I put out a lot of capital for about three weeks and um, I was paying rent. And this was probably like, you know, two years in now. And um, I'm, I'm doing it, but it's not like where I'm, I'm just surviving, you know? Um, and I put all my money into this one gig. It's, I don't know if I should say the name of the company, but they're a big franchise. They're in 50 different countries. Um, it was my first biggest gig. It was about $30,000 to contract. And the guy brought his board in, flew his board in. I explained everything, the video pitch and everything. He was like, Rocco, he brought me to the room. He said, you did great. I love it. He was like, come in Friday, we'll give you deposit. I was like, this is a life-changing experience. You know, I was like, wow, this is it. And um, I come back Friday and he was like, listen, like basically where you are within your company, where I am with mine, I can't take a risk. And he was like, you remind me of myself, just keep going, like you'll get it. I put in like 3,500 of my own money and I was laid on rent. I was breaking up with my girlfriend. I was losing my dog. It was a lot. And um, I lost that gig. And when I lost that gig, it just felt like I don't know everything I was working with just kind of fell apart. So I regrouped. I didn't really know what to do, where to go. Um, but I went back home, which was a huge like failure for me. Um, I'm full blood Italian and there's just a lot of pride, I guess, with that. And uh, going back home was, was a horrible failure, at least at that time and what I thought. Now it's completely different. Now I see that it was so meant to be, you know, I, I had to take a step back to, to take a jump forward. Um, that was like where my most precious moment of my life ever happened was in those, that one year of me staying home. Um, I found God, I found myself, I realized that I was in the most perfect position in life that I can ever be in. And, uh, more on that why was going home considered a failure for you yeah my family is all entrepreneurs um if they're doing it right or not they're out there getting it Um, 
and uh, I think it was just the pressure of like what the norm is in this world, at least with my family. Meaning, once you're out of the house, you leave college, you start a company, you do whatever you do, but you don't come back home. And I know a lot of my friends do come back home, and it's not a big deal to their families or to them. But to me, it was huge. Um, I never was mediocre at anything I did in life. I was always, if not the best, one of the best. And uh, I don't know, dealing with failure or something. Dangers of comparison, I think we call that. What was that? The dangers of comparison. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so yeah, where, where, where were we? What advice would you give someone who is in a similar stage that we're referencing here? Someone who's either just starting out or, or just experienced their first major failure. Maybe they have to come back home. Maybe they, they're sent backwards five steps and it just seems like it's rock bottom. What advice would you give them? Maybe advice that you wish you would have taken in the same scenario. A couple things. One, if you're going into that scenario, meaning like, if you're as an independent artist and you're trying to pursue that, do not do that with low capital. Uh, you have to be able to have at least your base set before you move forward. Meaning you have to have some sort of income because you're going to be able, you have to spend money to make money. <clears throat> when you're brand new, you don't have a reputation. You don't have a lot of capital. It's like everything's fighting against you. So that's one. Two is... If you do fail and you go home or whatever, you get kicked out of your place, you get an eviction, whatever it is. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is in that moment, I can't see clear. I can't see that it's happening for a reason. I can't see why or any of that. Even if I try to, even if I pull out, put on a wide lens and I'm like thinking different, it doesn't matter, you can't see it right then and there. Um, so I think that one is just understand that as time goes by and you start calculating it, meaning like trying to make it make sense, you'll understand these little things that were the keys, you know, that you were supposed to learn. And then two is like, this is for me, you know, I can't speak about anyone else. No, yeah, um, why we're here. Yeah. So mine was I didn't I didn't love myself you know and it I did love myself meaning like when I played football but there was no purpose in my life you know there was no meaning so I had to put that I was putting it in, into other things when I had to put it into myself I had to learn me so when I took a step back it made me do that it made me see it looked for myself, my soul, what made me happy, you know, a lot of things. Um, I lost a lot that of things. Be maybe some investment in your mental health and your, some self-love. Spiritual Just when addressed with any fa failure, and maybe this doesn't necessarily apply just to creative professions, but investing in mental health in preparation for failure is may maybe a great tool, like, Tell me if this, I'm hearing this correctly, is a great tool to have in your arsenal before it happens. Right. That you're more equipped to deal with, you know, these rock bottom situations that we're talking about. Yeah, and my way that I learned is failing. 
it just it, it, it makes the most impact on my life when I fail at something and I feel that whatever that is and I sit in it for a little and then I grow from that. That's just how I learn personally. Um, That's a great segue into the, the next question, which is how do you think failure has shaped you as an individual? Um, it sounds like yours is more spiritually. Yeah, I think um, failure showed me that that the world works in a circle for real. It all comes back. Um, it makes meaning. Like this isn't just happening for no reason. And uh, when I fail, I don't even use that term. I do, don't get me wrong, but I'm saying like, I don't believe it as a failure. You know, when I lost that 30 grand deal, <clears throat> I looked at it then as a failure, but now I see it as like the biggest blessing in my life, you know? Wow. I, I, I learned things that I would have never thought I learned about myself. It was beautiful. So yeah, that's, that's kind of like where I'm at uh, with failure, at least. Yeah, I think I think for me, failure has always been a really great way to not necessarily get rid of people because I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that I, there's not people in my life that let me down during times of when I failed. But it has definitely caused me, I, I notate things. You, you find out who in your life has a really valuable placeholder when you really screw up and who stays there or maybe is angry with you, but still contributes to the relationship, contributes to your mental health, contributes to your comeback, encourages you. Encourages you. And I know for me, um, you were one of those people for me when I experienced one of my rock bottoms. And I hope that I was one for you as well. And one of your many. You already know. <laughs> but yes, 100%. Um... I think that that happened with my life, with my family as well. Um, just kind of seeing, just kind of seeing things evolve into what they really are. Um, you know, and I think it's from the failure, at least for me, that I got to see what was real and what was not. Meaning when people jump on the bandwagon because I shoot Travis Scott. Um, and then everybody is like, wow, you did that video. I knew you were going to do this. I knew you'd be this big. You know, I, I get an investment group that gets involved with me now, and they're like, "Oh, I knew, I knew you were going to do this great stuff." Da -da -da. But when you fail, incredible shot. I wonder if we'll be able to somehow attach it to this video when we post it, because that's probably one of the favorite, my favorite ones of yours that I that you've shared with me. Um, it's just kind of one of those like boom moments that you know you want to play when you're working out at the gym or something like that but so let's get the last the last question which and you can use the same example of failure but i know you just have so many valuable and i'm joking when i say you have so much failure but you've had so many opportunities because i look at failure as every time i've experienced real true failure where i've cried or i've fallen out one thing that has always held consistent in my head that I've said in my mind since I was a little girl was, if this is really bad right now, it means things are gonna be really good really soon. Give us an example, try to make it different than, than your first one. 
that was an example of failure that propelled you forward that still resonates with you today? And how did it propel you forward? What did it lead to that brought you to a next level? Personal, professional? Um. Relationship? Every relationship propels me to have a better, more healthy relationship in the future. That's for today's um, Amen. But uh, I would say my personal biggest thing that propelled me was back to that 30 grand. Even that it wasn't that, it was just that's what got me there. But the moment that I ran, that I started running in my life, uh, I was yeah. really proud of it. And, uh, that gave me a sense of purpose and direction that I've never had besides football in my life. Um, it gave me clarity in my head. It let me speak with myself in the most clean environment. Plus I was working out and running um, that I ever had. And I had this most beautiful spiritual moment um, in the woods one time when I was running. Uh, I guess I won't get into it crazy, but. I remember you telling me about this. Yeah, it was it was God. It was something that was bigger than me. You know, you can call it whatever you want, but um, I just I God, but I would too. But there's this moment of my life that <clears throat> I was at the lowest, like I told you. I was running every day. This was maybe a week into running. Um, when I say every day, I mean like for like two years. But I ran for a week. This is when I first started and I ran into the woods and the whole thing was shaded and I was going through it. Like I just broke up with my girlfriend for three years, broke up with, or I lost my dog. I lost my business. I moved back home. It was just, everything was just boom, 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 all at once. And uh, I ran into the woods. I'm crying, you know, because my life is just like crazy. I'm 25 years old, not doing what I need to do. I was just on like the top of football and now I'm on the bottom living at home and um, I run into the woods it's completely shaded I'm just falling like looking at the sky and I remember falling to my knees and like closing my eyes and like feeling this warmness on me and I don't know what it was but it was like it was like warmed up my, from my feet to my head. And uh, I, I opened my eyes and my hands were above my head. Like, I know this sounds weird, but it was just this moment of like, where unconsciously I just started saying like, you're okay. Like you're exactly where you need to be, you're okay. And I couldn't even, I didn't even think about it. It was just repeated. And I just, I, f I felt like so lifted and light after that moment that I knew that like in that moment that like it made sense to that point you know I just spent 16 years of football and I only loved that game I didn't know anything else and I just failed in the next thing I did <clears throat> and uh, it just gave me such clarity that you just got to keep going you know no matter what kind of failure comes at you you have to keep going if you love it if you don't then jump the fuck out right now don't get into something else because you gonna last forever. You're not gonna be a happy, quality life. So that's where I'm at. You know, I want I want a quality life. I want to be able to live 
for the for the good, for the pure, for the help. And, I think that's awesome, and I I tell like if you just compare the Rocco that I met junior year in high school to the Rocco now, I mean it is. I call you so Miami because it's just like t- totally different people, but it's in a beautiful way too because I've never met a man so just emotionally in touch with himself and that did not happen overnight. That definitely took you years and years and whether you acknowledge it or not, it is definitely correlated with the amount of trials and tribulations that whether it came into your life by chance or based on your own actions, because we're definitely gonna be accountable here when we talk about failure. A lot of it was because of mistakes you made and um but i have seen you overcome odds that would have put most people away for good and you're truly so talented at what you do and so creative something that when we were in high school i did not look at you as a creative person i did not think of you as an artist that wasn't who rocco rofero was and to see you just grow into this spiritually in touch, open-minded, emotionally available, hell of a talented artist today. It's just, I'm honored to have you in my life. I'm honored to have you um, on one of my first Failure Fridays. And I can't wait for all the years to come. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Truly appreciate it, Kendall. I love you, girl. Love you too, Rock. Go kill it. All right. There you go. This is Failure Fridays, and I hope everybody has a blessed weekend. Stay safe and fail forward.